Hello, wrestling fans, and welcome to the latest edition of the We Can't Wrestle podcast, episode 193, by the way. I'm Nate Maxim, your host, along with my brother Aaron. Hello, everybody. Mr. Archie Mitchell. What's up? And what's going on this week is one of our favorite types of episodes of this show. It is time for trivia. And of course, the trivia champion Ooh. is Archie Mitchell. We have to acknowledge the champ. That's right. Double champ here. Aaron's champ got on the... this show, champ on the other show, champ on all the shows. All the shows. Aaron's got the beard going on, so he's got the same baby face vibe going. And I'll wind up at the end of the night in the middle of the ring with a rubber chicken. Oh. I like, like Cody like like Cody Rhodes. But yeah. <laughs> that being said, yes it is trivia. We it's the book or the box, one of our favorite types of episodes of the show and of course here to do the trivia, the best of us as her um, moniker says here, the hillbilly hostess, my beautiful wife and the co-host of the Motley Soup podcast, Kendall Maxson is joining us to ask the questions. Hello. Hello. Thank you for doing this again, Kendall. Of course. Thanks. <laughs> it's a good time. Even though I have absolutely no idea what you all are talking about. That makes for things that makes for things like Razor Ramen though. So. Right. <laughs> so that is always a good thing. So again, like just to explain, we have the infamous book, which is a book that I procured at one time on Amazon that is a, a wrestling trivia book that was published, I think, in 19 it's, yes, it's, right. it's very old school wrestling. It's, it's it's got racist questions, sexist questions. People are referred to as midgets and negroes, that kind of a thing. And then we also have the WWE Trivia Mania game. So the book obviously is the book. The box is the trivia box. Each contestant one, picks. Oh, one ahead, quick Archie. thing. One quick thing though, because if anybody who's just tuning in for the first time, you may hear a question of like. Wendy Richter, who was the WWF Women's Champion, fought the Great Moolah at uh, the Fabulous Moolah at WrestleMania One. What the what symbol uh, in the uh, astrological sign is Wendy Richter for no yes. reason whatsoever? <laughs> I love the book. The book is so much fun. <laughs> such a tr- such a treasure trove of questions. Um, we'll play to fifteen again. Archie is the defending champion. So Kendall, if you have the book in the box prepared, I am ready. Archie, as defending can, champion, you go first. Can I choose who goes first? Oh. oh, sure. Go ahead. I'd like Aaron to go first. All right, Aaron, you go first. All right. Uh, bucket. The bucket. All right. A USMC tattoo adorns on whose shoulder? Dusty Rhodes, Blackjack Mulligan, Billy Graham, or Sergeant Slaughter? Blackjack Mulligan. No, hold on. I lost the page. Starting off strong. All right. Blackjack Mulligan. <laughs> All right. Aaron All right. is up. I would have got that wrong. I Why would you wrong. Well, who would you think it was? I thought it was Slaughter. Slaughter, Slaughter never even actually served. Slaughter I know, never but actually I thought, served. I thought to go with the gimmick, he would have gotten a tattoo. I think he was smart enough not to do that. <laughs> well, yeah, they could have got him for, like, what? what is that called? Stolen Valor or something? Well, they could have got him for doing the gimmick, but most of the army people would just understand it was a gimmick, but if you start tattooing right. that shit on yeah. you, you're yeah, going to be right about <laughs> And he could take the gimmick off if they did. Right, right. right. You're right about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nate, you go next. I want to go last. I am going to... Actually, I'm going to start with the box. This time. All right. 
What is the name of the Harvard-educated lawyer that was the runner-up in the first season of NXT? Is it David Otunga? It is. All right. Oh, Actually, it's a, a new box. Yes, this is a new box. This is not the WWF. This is like a, a modern trivia game. It's got I like it. Oh, the, no. cards, the cards in it are like old school, modern era, um, new gen, what new generation, whatever. But I didn't tell Kendall the difference. That way, she can't. There's no bias. She's just picking a card. Uh, I hope and, I don't get uh, too many modern. And if, I to, thought it was the same box. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it looks like the same box to me. <laughs> to, to be honest, I actually was going out on a limb with that answer to that question too, because I knew David Otunga had like the gimmick and everything. Right. But that could have been a trick question because I don't really remember. I, I don't did, did did Wade Barrett actually win the first NXT? Yes, yes, okay. he did. Yeah, because they got Daniel Bryan out like at like week I knew, five or something. Yeah, well, and I knew when they did the when they did the Nexus, they cast Bright Barrett as the as the leader. But I could right. honest to God couldn't remember who won, who was second place, etc. Yeah, so. he won it, and uh, I'm afraid yeah. I've got some bad news. I remember the first tough enough, but after that, I couldn't tell you who won any of them. After that, I made no sense. They were just making it stupid. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then it became NXT, NXT, the actual NXT, and right there we go. All right, champ, you're next. I will take the box. Alrighty. So, what high flying superstar won the WWE Cruiserweight Championship a record eight times? Rey Mysterio Jr. So there is a Rey Mysterio Jr. Okay, well, no, it's just Rey Mysterio. No, same thing. It's the, do it's I get the same. to explain it to you, which is interesting, a non-wrestling yes. yeah. fan. In Mexico, there was a wrestler named Rey Mysterio who was actually Rey Mysterio's uncle. He passed the Rey Mysterio mask and 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 persona onto his nephew Oscar. By the way, his real yes, name. yes, and uh, he became Rey Mysterio Jr which is the tradition in Mexico. Well, when he got to the WWE, they don't give a shit about tradition. Right. And they were like, we're not calling you Rey Mysterio Jr. For marketing purposes, you are just Rey Mysterio. Yeah, so Vince, there's where that ah, Vince doesn't like Jr. Yes. But it's up to you guys. If you probably want to probably because probably Jr. all the time. Yeah, probably, I was going to say, just because probably the old school wrestlers always called him Jr. instead. Right. It's if you guys don't want to give it to me for saying junior, though, I understand. That's fine. We knew what you meant. Okay. Right. I just didn't know what you meant. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I understand. <laughs> I thought you were going to throw me a curveball and be like, it was Shofunaki. But I was like, what? No. At first, I thought so, too. I thought I was like, no, no way. It was Ray. That's too easy. I was right. like, it's going to be, it's going to be like uh, 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 Greg, or Greg Helms or something. Yeah. I mean. All right, Aaron, you're next. Uh Let's go with this. This is your box. Alrighty. Hope it's, a, hope it's not a modern question. Who was a last-minute substitute for Jeff Hardy at the Triple Threat match for the World Heavyweight Championship at Survivor Series 2009? Oh, I have no fucking idea. Um, CM Punk. Mm -mm. Can I take a crack? Yeah, I think I know. Are we taking cracks at it for extra? No, points? not for not for points, okay. just to see if I'm right. All right, do it. You said it wasn't CM Punk, correct? It is not. It is not CM Punk. I think it's Edge. That I want to say correct. 
Oh, I was going to say oh, Vladimir. Sorry, Kozlov. Archie. I just straight. No, 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 no. You're good. You're good. You're good. I, I thought it was Vladimir Kozlov because remember they had that weird triple threat with Kozlov involved for no reason. So I think Kozlov was in the. I think Kozlov was in. The, ah, damn. I think he was in the one for Triple H's title. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Who was you're it? Right. Edge. The answer, Edge. Yeah, Edge. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I will go with the book this time. All righty. Who held two junior weight, or sorry, junior heavyweight titles simultaneously? Barry Alto, Rick Martel, Tiger Mask, or Mr. Fuji? <laughs> it wasn't Mr. Fuji. <laughs> um, no, he was definitely not a light heavyweight. Most likely Tiger Mask. That is correct. <laughs> Mr. Fuji. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Fuji was always a heavyweight. <laughs> <laughs> no high spots for Mr. Fuji. No, no. <laughs> Unless he threw the salt from the top rope. Right. <laughs> and that I was an would, accident. Right, right. I will take the uh, the box again. All right. Who did Stone Cold Steve Austin defeat in a beer drinking contest at the relaunched Saturday night's main event in March 2006? I know this. Uh, I, I think I know the answer, but I'm, I'm uh, was, it, it could be two people. It could either be JBL or Eric Bischoff. Let's see here. 2006, you said? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm going to just go ahead and throw out JBL. JBL is correct. Ooh. One of the funniest segments. Yeah. It really ever. I thought, what? why did I think it was um, um, MVP? They were doing everything with MVP in 2006. He was everywhere. <laughs> but it was those two guys, a bunch of beer, and they were just making each other laugh on TV. That's all they were doing was trying to make each other laugh. Right. Right character. <laughs> All right, Aaron, Aaron, back to you. Uh, book. All right. 90 minutes of barbarism. Is that a blood match, vampire grappling, blood to go, or bloodbath? <laughs> vampire grappling. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't <laughs> answering. What was the question? 90 minutes to barbarism. Of barbarism. Sorry, not to. Oh. Is is and what were the answers? Blood match, vampire grappling, blood to go, or blood bath. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go with the first one. The blood match is your answer. Yeah. It's blood bath. Okay, that question makes no fucking. Sense. That was so weird. Yeah. <laughs> I was like vampire grappling. What was it? Is that a? At a southern wrestling organization I didn't know about. Oh, well, welcome to Vampire Grappling. Somebody gets pinned. It's like one, ah, two, ah, 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 three. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's see here. Um, I'll go with the book. Little challenge. Go with the book. Little challenge. All right. Let me see if I can. Hopefully Find you don't one get that a question makes sense. Like Aaron got. Hopefully you don't get a question about the Barnum, Barnum and Beatty's blood <laughs> bath. 
bath bomb. I just, I just assumed bomb. y'all would do what that meant. So I was like, okay, no, I've, go with that. I've never heard any of those words. <laughs> Bloodbath was the only one I know because in modern day, they say that when it falls from the ceiling, you know what I mean? When the brood yeah. came out. And then Vince Rousseau did it 750 times a show. And they kept missing. And, and they, they never yes. hit right. missing. It never hit one person. <laughs> All right, you said the book, right? Yep. All right. What team was more difficult getting around? Oh, sorry. What team has more difficulty getting around the ring? If I could read, that'd be awesome. All right. Would that be Strike Force, the British Bulldogs, the Rock and Roll Express, or Hulk Hogan and Mr. T? Which team has a harder time getting around the ring? Has more, yeah. What team has more difficulty getting around the ring? I guess they're they're alluding to their technical ability here, so I'm gonna say that their answer is Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. That is correct. All right. I didn't know what they were. I was expecting like 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 uh, like a 500 pound tag team or right, something. Like, you like know, the like, natural disasters, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that would have made more sense. Are them fat guys <laughs> in the motorbikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the world's biggest twins. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go and stick with the box right now because that book is looking weirder and weirder. All righty. <laughs> what former manager served as ECW general manager from August 2007 through June 2008? This is what I know, I think. William Regal? Mm-mm, nope. Oh. Armando Alejandro Estrada. Oh, shit. Armando Alejandro <laughs> Estrada. Yeah. And I bring to you Umaga. Umaga. You know what? First of all, Armando Estrada was really entertaining. Yes. Secondly, I, I don't know why, because the two characters are so different. And that's what works sometimes. It was actually great that they put him with Umaga. Yes. You know, like it, sometimes it's it's cool for the manager to be very much different than his previous. It, it kind of looked like Armando was like maybe in Brazil somewhere looking in the woods and he just happened upon Umaga and he's like, I'm gonna bring you home and make you into a monster. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and then you had William Wrinkle who could never pronounce his name correctly. He was Umaga. Umanga. Umanga, yeah. <laughs> it made no sense. And then uh I I also think it's funny because he did the uh he did the deal like when they were doing the open challenge and he would bring like jabronis in to, to face Umaga. And that one guy, he's like, I hear this is the toughest man in Tejas. <laughs> yeah, I liked Armando. Armando was cool. All right, Aaron, you are, uh, you're up against it right now. I got yeah. three, Archie's got two, and you've got one. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I did to Kendall, but... <laughs> uh, I mean, the... <laughs> The box. The box? All right. Yeah. Which of the following names was not a member of the Spirit Squad? Is it Mikey, Kenny, Billy, or Mitch? Billy. That is correct. Mikey, Kenny, Billy. <laughs> there's another there's another underrated gimmick. Yeah, the Spirit Squad. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand people that shit on the Spirit Squad. The Spirit Squad was entertaining because they don't get it. And uh, what's his name? Um, I think it was Mitch. Was Mitch the one that would do like the okay, wait? Yeah, <laughs> that was yep. always great. Like, okay, 
Wait. <laughs> and all of them were good. Yes. Yeah, they were all great wrestlers, but only Dolph Ziggler or Nikki made it. The rest of them just fell flat because they didn't know how to push them other than being a cheerleader. They really tried with Ken Doan, but he just never yep. connected. There's a lot of rumors behind that, that him and Cena were both trying to get, you know, become boyfriend to Mickey James, and she liked Cena more, and he flipped out. And You know what I mean? They think Cena killed his push. I don't know about that, but. You never know. You never know. Um, all right. Let me see here. Give me the book. Let's see. All right. The WWF's Islanders are put through their paces by Slick, Jimmy Hart, Paul Ellering, or Bobby Heenan? Bobby Heenan. That is correct. All right. Good tag team. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Should and that's another one of those, uh, another one of those guys that you think, when I think of, and it, no matter how long his career was, and if you think about it, in the, in the grand scheme of his career, he was only with Bobby for like two and a half, three years. When I think of Haku, I think of Bobby Heenan. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. And the image of Bobby stealing the dog is always going to be funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I will uh, I will take the box again. All right. Who did Undertaker defeat in the casket match at WrestleMania 22? Running his undefeated streak, ruining, sorry, his undefeated streak at WrestleMania to 14 and 0. Okay, so who did he beat at WrestleMania 22 and get his WrestleMania streak to 14 and 0? And it was a casket mm. match. I think I know this one. Hmm. Mark Henry. Yeah. That is correct. World's strongest man. Damn. And he was one of the guys from everything I've ever understood. He was one of the guys that when they started in with it, it was he was one of the guys they were thinking about giving the streak to. Um I think after they, I, I think after they hit and he got to like 10 and 0, everybody who came up was like, Hey, do you want to beat the streak I, this year? And they were like, No. I know for sure that that um Mark Henry was considered Edge Edge was told he was gonna do it and then told him to go fuck themselves. Nope. He said no way, no how. And then they uh, they actually they actually were going back and forth about Batista at WrestleMania 23 yep. also. Yeah. Um, but those are the three that I've heard for sure that were. And the, uh, the funny part of it is, every guy that they they offered to beat the streak would go to the Undertaker and say, "I don't want to do it. Please don't make me." Because the Undertaker was like, "Look, whenever you guys are ready to beat the streak, go ahead. Just right. let me know who I got to lose to." And everybody that they offered it to before Brock Lesnar was like, no, I don't want to. I'm not, this is not, it's not going to do anything for me. Because look at who they're offering it to. Edge was already world heavyweight champion multiple times. So him beating the streak wasn't going to push him any further up the card. Mm -hmm. Henry was already ECW champion and still kind of decent on the card. And Batista was had a feud with The Undertaker for years. Yes. So, and really it made no sense for Brock to do it either, but. It's just who they thought should beat it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And to be honest, the only time there was an, uh, uh, the only time that there was ever anybody that I thought, and I brought him up earlier, actually. The only time that I ever thought there was a guy back through the, like the 2000s that had the momentum that I thought could have really benefited from it because I thought he had a talent to be a main event top level guy was actually Wade Barrett. Like when he came off of that that feud with Cena 
and everything in the Nexus. I thought, I mean, this guy could be a huge star. Why not feed him? Why not feed the Undertaker to him at WrestleMania? But they well, didn't. I, he wound up floundering, and you know now he's you a know, uh, Even then, you you look at the, how they they let Brock win, and then the very next year, uh, Taker fought Bray Wyatt, and then you know CM Punk was was a part of it too, and even Roman Reigns, who eventually did beat him, but not for the streak. Any one of those three would have made sense because you're trying to catapult somebody into the atmosphere. Right. You know what I mean? Where with Brock Lesnar, well, dude, he's the damn universe. Why are you even bothering giving him mm-hmm. his win? Yeah. But, Bad choice in yeah. hindsight. I agree. We're taking up all Aaron's time. Go ahead, Aaron. <laughs> all right. It's my turn. Yeah. Uh, do the box again. All right. What diva was cousin to Hardcore and Crash Holly? Molly Holly. That is correct. Also, Miss Madness. Miss Madness in WCW. And Super Molly in WWE. Mighty Molly. Mighty Molly. Mighty Molly, yes. (laughs) What a nice lady. From what everything I've ever heard. Like, nobody disliked her. It's a nice human being. You know what? The book hasn't been too bad to me tonight. I'm going to go with the book again. All right. Let's see. Now it's going to be some strange question from 1936. But uh, Let's see. Rick Martell and this person flex their muscles as strike force. <laughs> Brett Hart? T- uh, it's Lex- okay. It's, it's Tito Santana. <laughs> Okay, you're like, I already know. You are correct. Okay. So then I need to change it up, right? That's what I'm hearing. I'm I'm hearing some ego. Oh, God. (laughs) Ah, you know me too well. All righty. But yeah, Rick Martell and Tito Santana, Strike Force. Um, I will take the box as well. Now she's going with the box. All right. All right. What superstar entered WrestleMania 2000 as both the Intercontinental and European champion? Repeat the question, please. What superstar entered WrestleMania 2000 as both the Intercontinental and European champion? Archie, you're muted. You're muted. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Repeat, the, repeat it one more time. My granddaughter walked in and totally threw me off my game. Okay. What superstar entered with as the Intercontinental and European Champion to what event? Uh, WrestleMania in 2000. Okay. Ah. Hmm. Could be D'Lo Brown. Could be Kurt Angle. I'm between both. Let's see. WrestleMania 2000. Um, WrestleMania 2000 was the fatal four-way. Mankind, Austin, Triple H, under uh, Big Show. So that would have left Angle alone. And yes, that was the triple threat. Okay, I'm going to go with Kurt Angle. That is correct. Yes, because he went in with both belts and lost both belts in the same yes, night. Yes, a triple threat yes. match. But he didn't Kurt actually Angle lose them. But he, he didn't actually got, lose them. He never them. got right. pinned. Right, right. <laughs> Now, as Dilo used to call it, the Euro Continental Championship. Euro Continental Championship, yes. 
All right, I will be guys. I need two seconds, uh, two minutes. I'll be right back. Okay, okay. you guys can still go on. I'll but give me just two minutes. Okay, Aaron. Uh, I've been taking it easy with the box, so I'll go with the book. Alrighty. Challenge myself, I guess. Bill Muldoon was once a member of the New York State Athletic Commission. True or false? Uh, true. That is correct. <laughs> well, you had a 50-50 chance. Yeah. You were like, <laughs> uh, true. <laughs> it seems like that wouldn't be something that would be a false thing. Like, you yeah. like... Like somebody reading that book, who's gonna who? They'd be like, Bill Muldoon was in the Athletics Commission. Like, like that would be like something like what? Well, and also when you talk, like you hear people talk about, like when you hear like Cornette or somebody talking about like old timey wrestling, Bill Muldoon is one of those names that comes up. So he was yeah. around, you know, he was around. Yeah. He was probably a mover and a shaker. So I could see where he'd be on an Athletic Commission, probably on the take. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you slip Muldoon a twenty. He'll let you gig tonight. Yeah. He won't he won't give you the he won't get like check you for the clap. <laughs> um all right. Let me see. I'm gonna go with uh the book. righty. Who defeated Lou Fees Fees? T A T E S C Fez, sure. Lou Fees nuts. Lou Fees? <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. Lutez then on November 21st, 1947 for the NWA title. Was that Bill Watson, Ed Lewis, Vern Rule, or Bill Longson? Uh, okay. <laughs> every, every one of those names sounds uh, possible. So you said Ed Lewis... Who's that, who I'm leaning towards? Bill Longson. Vern something. It wouldn't have been a Vern. There's never been a Vern that was the NWA champion. Um, <laughs> although Ganya would have liked it, he never got to Mostly, have it. Like, I think his name was Vern Roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never fucking heard of him. He wasn't the NWA champion. Did he lose it to Ed Lewis, the strangler? He did not. It was Bill Longson. Damn it. I knew it. Like, I knew when I said, like, when Ed Lewis started coming out, I was like, Ed Lewis. Mr. High and Mighty off the horse now. <laughs> yeah, I guess mm -hmm. so. Back down Take, out of the cloud. Taken down by Luthies. <laughs> Luthies nuts. <laughs> All right, what's the score? Let's see. You have four. I have five. Aaron has four. All right. Uh, box again. All right. What general manager introduced Raw Roulette to the WWE Universe in Las Vegas on October 7, 2002? Who is Eric Bischoff? You got it. All right. Yes. Yes, he did. Raw Roulette. I forgot about Raw Roulette until you mentioned it just now. Yeah, they need to bring it back. How could you forget about Raw Roulette? We got William Regal in like a cocktail cocktail waitress outfit or whatever out of that shit. <laughs> and he still like was all smug. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how could you forget about that? 
It was funny. It was hilarious. It was hilarious now that he mentions it. And and rest in peace, Dame Edna, by the way. That reminded me of that. I have a feeling you're going to show me a video later. (laughs) You should. It's very funny. (laughs) Shows why he's one of the funniest dudes that's ever existed in that business. My turn? Yep. Box. All right. Uh, who at Unforgiven 1999 won a six-pack challenge for the WWE title Vince McMahon vacated? Read the question again, sorry. Who at Unforgiven 1999 won a six-pack challenge for the WWE title Vince McMahon vacated? Uh, I should know this. That's a tough one. I don't even know it. Who them Undertaker. It is not. It's Triple H. Okay. <laughs> that was a weird storyline back then. Because I think Vince beat Triple H for the title with Austin's help, and then they gave it right back to Triple H. Well, that and the between, between like, between October of 99 till Royal Rumble of 2000, is all very up and down and confusing yeah. because they were Rousseau left. So it was right. essentially they were getting their footing back, like they were trying to put all their shit together. They went the way they wanted it to be without Rousseau around. You know, so yeah. They did a lot of crazy shit yeah. there in late ninety nine. Uh book, please. All right. What King of the Ring winner defeated Rey Mysterio for the World Heavyweight Championship at the 2006 Great American Bash? King of the Ring winner beat Rey 2006 Great American Bash. Uh, when does, does the littlest one beat again? Okay, so let me think. Rey won the title at 22. He had the, I think he did a few with JBL. Fuck, I don't know. Why don't I know? Okay, so who was the, wait, 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 wait. hold on, hold on. So then I go to SummerSlam and the, is it Booker T? It is Booker T. All right, yeah, I had to, had to go through my little thought process. process. I had to go through my whole. (laughs) <laughs> you almost hanged out. Yeah, I was, I was, I was stumped. I didn't, even, I couldn't think of Booker T. I forgot he won it. I was like WrestleMania, SummerSlam. In between there, it's all a blur. What happened? So, all right, cool. <laughs> like when Pee Wee Herman was trying to figure out who stole his fucking bike. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I will take the uh, the box again. All right. In September 2009, what WWE Hall of Famer served as the announcer on ECW's The Abraham Washington Show? Oh, <laughs> who is Tony Atlas? Yes. <laughs> another, not, not Tony Atlas, but Tony Atlas is talented, but that's another talented guy. Is Abraham Washington. Yeah. Yeah, he's another. It's another one of those. There's a bunch of those guys from the ruthless aggression era that are just like 
they were there and gone and never seen again. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, he got he got the he got fired for the Kobe Bryant thing. No. Oh yeah. yeah. He said That's on that right. on that mic on that on a live hot mic to the crowd. He said that they were more unstoppable than Kobe Bryant in a hotel room. And they were like, "You gotta go. You just better wait." <laughs> the very next day, it wasn't even. They didn't even give him like a minute to say he was sorry. Nope. You made a rape you gone. You gotta go. <laughs> and he was like, "I thought this was the ruthless, ruthless aggression era." Not, here. not that not ruthless. Rape, not rape. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaron. Uh, Fox. All right. Who ended Bob Backlund's five-plus year reign at WWE Champion in December 1983? Superstar Billy Graham. Nope. Iron Sheik. Yeah, why did I say Superstar Billy Graham? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. What, ha- what happened? Billy what happened there? I don't know why I said that. Come <laughs> <laughs> I'm you just did you this big 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 jabroni move. Big jabroni yeah. move. <laughs> Bust my ass and make me humble. I just fucked up. <laughs> I'll come back. How many points do I have? You have four. How many do you have? Six. How many does Archie have? Six. All right, I needed to know I was losing. You got a chance. You still got a chance. You need motivation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're starting on um Let's see. Give me the book. All right. Before entering the world of pro wrestling, Gus Sonnenberg played baseball, football, basketball, or polo. Gus Sonnenberg sounds like he played baseball. Except he played football. Oh, well. <laughs> the guy that landed the plane in the Hudson? Yeah, him? I don't think so. <laughs> That's Sullenberg. Sully Sullenberg. <laughs> All right, Archie. I stay at six. You're next. Uh, give me the box. Brutus Beefcake earned his barber nickname when he helped Rowdy Roddy Piper shaved whose head at WrestleMania 3? Who is Adrian Adonis? You got it. A big fat ball of talent, that's what he was. <laughs> you know, you never you never you never seen a fat guy move around like Adrian Adonis. Right. Like people can say what they want about the fact that he gained it's so funny because he gained all the weight. But unlike Stayed most athletic. guys. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He gained the weight, but unlike most guys, he kept all the talent. Like, he didn't gain the weight and then slow down. He gained the weight and, and might have got a little faster. <laughs> and and the, the he's night and day when you look at, like, him before he came to the WWE, WWF. The jet black hair, the, the, the mean-looking face, to then, oh, let me wear a dress and color my hair blonde. Yeah. You well, know what I mean? Vince did that to him as a punishment because he got fat. Right, but I mean, still, even with that crazy of a gimmick in the '80s, he was still pulling it off. Yeah, you know what I mean. That 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 goes to show something there. All right, Aaron. Look. Uh, All right. Women of Japanese wrestling include all of the following except 
Devil, Masami, Jaguar, Yakoda, Tiger Kai, or Dump Matsumoto? Uh, I've heard all the names except the third one. So, third one. the third one it was Tiger Kai. Is that what you're going with? Yeah. All right, you're right. Good one, Eric. And why anybody would thought Dump was a good name for a wrestler, right? Yeah, how, great, how crazy Japan is, and she was huge. <laughs> she was a huge star, huge star, was huge. <laughs> like, 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 like. People I heard were, they used to say she was the shit. Yeah, <laughs> people just chanting "dump, dump, dump." <laughs> and like, ironically, though, ironically though, she was not in the top of the card. She was number two. Uh -huh. <laughs> you you actually got the best dad joke out of that one. Good job. Um, give me the box. All right. Who captained a team of three knights, black, red, and blue, in an elimination match against a team of four heart brothers Sean at the nineteen? Okay. Did you have to finish? Thanks. Now, Thanks. that could be a really big trick question because it was originally supposed to be Jerry Lawler. Yes, it was. Yeah, I mean, but then he took his dick out of the mall. Jerry got in trouble. And, um, so they went with Sean, who was making trouble anyway. <laughs> so, so, the, the, so wait, 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 wait. So he, you said he took his dick out of the mall. Like, <laughs> was, that like, was that like real life or shtick? He didn't technically take his dick out of the mall. But what really happened was Lawler was Lawler was in this feud with Brett and he was attacking Brett's family like verbally and making fun of his parents about being old. Like he said, like too harsh and put his teeth in backwards and eat himself to death. Shit like that. But then Lawler got caught, supposedly got caught, um, hanging out with like a 14 year old and a 13 year old. And was like taking them all and shit like that, and supposedly had like intimate type dealings with these girls. So he had to go away for a while until they decided whether or not he was guilty or not guilty of it. And he okay, was cleared. So it was real life. Okay. Yeah, and he was he was cleared of it. So in in the uh, way that American law works, he was innocent. <laughs> yes, and in the way McMahon law works, you're good, pal. I'm back. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we celebrate Jerry Lawler and talk about how great he is, but we don't acknowledge the fact that he was a pedophile. Um, true. true, right? Archie, it is your turn. Yes, I will take the box. As my granddaughter screams up a storm, <laughs> it's because she knows you're going to lose. She's not happy about it. <laughs> Who overcame long odds to defeat both Big Show and Mark Henry in a steel cage match to retain his World Heavyweight Championship at the 2012 Royal Rumble? Wow. That baby's got some lines. Yeah, she does. She does. Let me go see if she's okay. Um, let's see. She here. needs a bounce. Bounce that baby. Yeah. I think she wants her bottle. She's looking to eat. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Let's see. Mark Henry and Big Show in a steel cage match. Hmm. Can I switch to the book? No. Uh, <laughs> let's see. 
so we're that would be 11 years ago from today, like around that time. And that's so it's not Daniel Bryan because there's no way he was the champion that that long ago. Um, it's coming, it's coming. Um, wow, steel cage match 11 years ago, and it's the world heavyweight title. It's the world heavyweight title, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, the world heavyweight championship. Undertaker. I think it has to be warmed up. It's coming. It's Daniel Bryan. Wow, it was that hot. Wow, it's been 11 years since that happened. Wow. Yeah, this was the um, this was the Daniel Bryan where then he goes to WrestleMania and loses, loses to Sheamus in like right. 20 seconds or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't think it was that long ago though. I thought 11 years is a long, you know, that's a long ass time ago. Time time is a funny thing. <laughs> Right? I feel old now. <laughs> Aaron? No, right, no. Yeah, Aaron, you're next. Yep. Yeah, that was the WrestleMania where you and I got hammered and shit. No. Yeah, and Kendall had to drive us home. Yeah. <laughs> 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 shit house that night. <laughs> ah, all right. <laughs> She's like, oh, I remember you fucking I clown. remember that, yeah. <laughs> I woke up in the morning and was like, I don't know who won. <laughs> but anyway, it's my turn. Yes, sir. Uh, box. Box it is. What WWE champion was switched from SmackDown to Raw when he was the first pick of the 2005 WWE draft lottery? Two thousand five. Is it John Cena? It was. All right. Was that when Jericho brought him out? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And yep. And that was uh, that was when that was when people first started turning on him too. That was (laughs) that was when like the 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 neck beards started turning on him and doing the John Cena sucks chance and everything. That's when that all picked up through the summer oh, of 2005. Cause he was never good or talented or entertaining or anything. Right. <laughs> uh, let's see this time around. I will go with the box. Okay. I never felt that way, by the way. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I've always been entertained by John Cena. Me as well. In two thousand, in February two thousand nine, which superstar did JBL reveal as Hornswoggle's father? Uh, Mr. McMahon. No, it's Ben Finlay. Oh, 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 shit, I forgot about that whole part. All right, yeah. Originally, they said Mr. McMahon was Hornswoggle's father, so he was Hornswoggle right. McMahon, and then, yes, you're right. Well, because it was it, supposed to be Ken Anderson, and he got fired, or he got in trouble. Right. No, he got hurt. Didn't he get hurt? No, Randy Orton dimed him out and said he's an unsafe worker, and they were unsure what to do with him, so they scrapped the storyline, and then two weeks later, he got fired. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Yes, I forgot about the fit. Like I remember Finley and Hornswoggle being like a unit, but I don't. I don't remember. I didn't remember that they 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 actually revealed that Finley was his father. And then JBL and Finley have a really good underrated WrestleMania match. Yes. And JBL throws an entire ass trash can at a fucking midget while he's laying on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Archie, you're up. All right. uh, So it's seven seven six, right? Yes. No. All yes. Right. Seven, seven, six. He just keeps wanting your ass. So he Let's, keeps uh, go <laughs> Let's go with the box again. All right. Who cashed in his Money in the Bank briefcase and defeated the Big Show for the World Heavyweight Championship at TLC 2006? Or, sorry, that, 2011. 11. That, <laughs> that again is Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Yep, you're right. Yes. Um, I don't have anything to say about that. <laughs> no, neither do I. I don't even know it. I, I don't even remember watching it. <laughs> that, so whole story line next, was, that whole storyline was bad. My turn? Yep. Uh, book. All right, let's see if I can find a fun one. All right, what character did Mr. T portray in Rocky Three? Clubber Lang. Thunder... Oh, okay. Clubber Lang, let's see. I don't even what? know. Yep, Clubber Lang. What were the options? I want to hear what names they came Yeah, with. that is true. Yeah, actually. let's hear it. Yeah. All right, so Clubber Lang. There's Thunder Lang. Blackie Black. What? <laughs> and Blackie Black. I'm glad I asked. Right? And Thunderlips. Thunderlips is Hogan. But. Blacky Black. I gotta check her out. I gotta check out Blacky Black. Adrian! Adrian! I gotta check out Blacky Black. Black. I want to know who wrote this book. That is the worst thing and, you could have came up with. An old racist. That's who right? wrote this book. Right. He's like, what was what was Mr. T's name in Rocky again? It was Blackie Black. No, it wasn't. <laughs> That's what I he called wanted, him. He wanted to, yeah, he wanted to phrase the question, what should Mr. T's name been? <laughs> right. Clubber leg. Blackity black. <laughs> I, I pitied I pitied the fool that asked this question. Yeah, great movie. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with the box. That movie changed wrestling history, though. Just so you know. Yes, yes, it did. We're not gonna get into it. I know Nate didn't want to get too long into it, but changed wrestling history. But go ahead. Sorry. I'm just making sure I'm not picking up the same cards. All right. Um. What WWE champion had a customized smoking skull championship design for designed for him? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Rigged. Yes. Rigged. <laughs> Archie's going all Trump over there. Japanese. Fake news. Fake news. Japanese. <laughs> I will go. My, my granddaughter's repeating me going to the Japanese. Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> at least she's not saying bla- at least she's not saying blacky black. Thank God. Blacky black. Blacky black. <laughs> All right, I will go with the box. All right. 
since you said it's rigged, I'm going to give you an easy question. Oh, please. And if you if you get it wrong, I'm going to be disappointed in you because I even know yeah, this. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. Okay, here we go. There's a lot of pressure now. What was the name of Kane and Daniel Bryan's mismatched tag team that won the WWE Tag Team Championship at the Champions? What is Team Hell No? That's right. When I first Should've... introduced when I first introduced Kendall to pro wrestling, the first the first thing she was a mark for was Team Hell No. Team Hell No is my shit. <laughs> they, they are the best. <laughs> I still should say they should have been named Team Hung It Out though, because that's all they did was hug. Hug it out, yeah. But yes, that was uh, that was that was her first introduction to. I think the the thing. I think the actually uh, maybe a little before that might have been. Because I think I think she might have actually been uh, the first raw she might have actually seen was the one where Kane pushed uh, Zack Ryder off the ramp or off uh -huh. the stage in his wheelchair. Oh, but anyway, <laughs> it's like welcome that's to the wacky, welcome to the wacky world of professional wrestling. That's, right. last, that's one of the last great things <laughs> like the WWF did. I WWE did honestly. Was Kane just putting Zack Ryder in peril? <laughs> Loved it. Is it my turn? Yep. Yes. Uh, box. All right. It's going to be some Triple question eight. 2015. Go ahead. I, I don't know if it is or not, but Triple H ruined what superstar's wedding with Stephanie McMahon Test. when the game revealed he had secretly married Stephanie? Test. That's right. The ironic thing is, not like even a week ago, I had text messaged Aaron late one night because I was watching, I was actually watching that episode of Raw, and I was like, this is one of the greatest heel things ever. Right. The people are about to say, I do, and then this son of a bitch's music plays. It turns out he drugged her and married her. What a heel. It was the best interruption to a wedding. <laughs> yes. It was one of the best things that's ever happened in wrestling, and that dude... There were people that didn't think that thing was going to work. But you could tell that Triple H knew this is going to fucking make me. You know what I mean? Like, he was already a big star, but he's like, this is going to fucking make me. Yeah. And, and it did. And it did. And it wouldn't work with anybody else. And um, bye, Dad. <laughs> bye. All right. So, let me see. Give me the book. I'm feeling confident. All right. Mm. What dance performed by Coco Beware and Friends? The dance performed by Coco Beware and Friends. Was it the pile driver, the stomp, the slammy, or the bird? Uh, the dance performed by him? The dance performs by Coco Beware and Friend. Okay. Uh, I would say The Bird. That is Although, correct. Okay, because I, I was almost confused because he actually did also sing a song called Pile, Pile Driver. Driver yeah. And I was like, is this, book trying to, is this book trying to mislead me on this question? Right. Or? So, alright. Archie? Right. I will go with the box. Alright.
who just one year after his debut in WWE defeated Hulk Hogan for the WWE Championship at the 1991 Survivor Series. The Undertaker. That is correct. And then they messed it all up, and then Ric Flair won. <laughs> and to his credit, that was supposed to be it for him. Yep. That gimmick was planned to be, I don't know, year, year and a half, and then gone. Right. And uh, he made it into a 35-year career. One of the biggest stars of all time. Without a doubt. Aaron, it's your turn. How many points do I have? Seven. You guys both have eight? I have nine. Archie has ten. Jesus Christ. I gotta <laughs> step it up. Box. All right. What former WWE diva appeared in several GoDaddy commercials that aired during the Super Bowl? Michelle. You got it. Love those commercials. <laughs> GoDaddy.com. <laughs> Her and Danica Patrick all over GoDaddy commercials. I don't care about on. Danica Patrick. <laughs> Candace Michelle GoDaddy commercials were the shit. They work. They work. That's my team hell now. <laughs> <laughs> um box. Okay. What team defeated Strike Force for the World Tag Team Championship at WrestleMania 4? That would be Demolition. That is correct. Here comes the smash. Here comes the axe. Beginning, um, beginning their long title reign and, um, just, I don't know. You can't say anything bad about Demolition. Demolition I agree. is great. I agree. Um, and Strike Force probably would have had a longer run had Rick Martel not gotten hurt. Right. Uh, and then came back as a heel. Yeah. And then they came back and then they turned him heel, which I think, uh, I don't know. I think they probably, like I said, he probably would have still wound up turning on Tito, but they probably would have had a longer run as a face team, I guess. Oh, without a doubt. Say. Without a doubt. Well, Archie, you're next. I will take the box again. Okay. After Earthquake killed Jake the Snake Roberts' pet snake, Damien, what was the name of the bigger snake Roberts started bringing to the ring? Well, he killed Damien. And then... I believe... Because Revelations was when he came back as a Christian. I believe... The new snake was named Lucifer. That is correct. That was scary. That's, well, that's a wonderful, that's a wonderful wacky world of professional wrestling thing too. Like when this guy killed this other guy's snake, right? What did he what did he name his next snake? Well, this snake was another snake, but then he came back as a Christian, and then he had another snake. The wacky world of professional wrestling. It's about anyway. Turns out he really wasn't a Christian, though. Yeah, there's no way. He was a Christian in... That's like, that's to be the next part of the story. Turns out he really wasn't a Christian. (laughs) He was on a lot of cocaine, and then he showed up in hammer pants at ECW. (laughs) Uh, But it's my turn. 
Oh, yes. I, thought the, I thought the question was going to be what did he call the burgers that he made after he squished Damien. It was Quake Burgers, but <laughs> no, not so luck. No such luck. All right, so I'm losing. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm still gonna go with the book. All right. I'm gonna lose. Maybe we'll get some racist shit out of it at least. Right. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm actually vetting it better this time, unlike the the one time where where the you know the awful ones came out. So, how many fans turned out to see WrestleMania three? Was it fifty seven thousand, a hundred and fifty seven thousand, ninety three thousand, or seventy three thousand? Oh my God, they're gonna fuck me and try to tell me it's the real one. But I'm gonna right. go with the one Vince said, and it's ninety three. Yeah, I think so. That is correct. All right. I thought they were going to be like, Vince McMahon said it was 93,000 or what? You know what I mean? And then yeah. I was like, oh, Dave Meltzer wrote this book. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite a lot. Bonus question. What was the actual number they said? It, the, the like, actual no, number? No, no, no. Yeah. She said 93,000, which, that's yeah. That's what said they had. No, I'm saying, what did they actually announce? I, the 93 and some change. 93173. Wow. But you know that off the top of your head. Why do you know this? Yeah. <laughs> There's probably useful information I could use that that is instead that is sitting in my brain. But yeah, 93,000, I think the actual the actual actually wasn't that far off. It was like 87 or 88,000. Right. So it's still a big fucking number. Um and they said this is how many people are in this building. I don't think they ever said this is the amount of tickets he sold. Right. right. How many people yeah. are in this building? Do all yeah. the wrestlers count? The commentators count? The cameramen right. count? Well, fuck yourself. <laughs> wrestling's been wrestling's been exaggerating since its beginning. Yeah. You know, if a guy's right. six five, he's billed as six seven. If a guy's right. three fifty, he's billed as three seventy five. It is what and, it is. And but Meltzer all the time be like Vince McMahon and the WWE lie about everything. It's like so do you. You just make right. shit up and hope it happens, and then when it doesn't, be like, I guess I have my sources. No, no, he doesn't. No, what he does is he goes, as of right now with the CM Punk situation, CM Punk is coming to AEW unless he's not. Right. Like okay. bases. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go with the book this time. Okay. This blackity black wrestled. <laughs> this- uh, no. So, who is the heaviest? Was it Hulk Hogan, Bruiser Brody, Dusty Rhodes, or Crusher Black- Blackwell? Um, Crusher Blackwell. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Crusher Blackwell is one of those guys who's as wide as he is tall. Hey, look like right. a cheese curd with legs, like a giant <laughs> cheese curd. <laughs> All right, let's stick with the box. <laughs> Alrighty. What future WWE Hall of Famer won the inaugural inaugural whatever? Mm-hmm. You get it. Yeah, give it up. I get it. King of yeah, King of the Ring tournament in 1988. Inaugural. I give up. <laughs> Damn, 88. I think I know the answer. 
Yeah, I think I do too. I think I, think I do too. But like, I knew this. Was, like when she said King of the Ring, I wanted to say, "Oh, it's got to be Bret Hart." But then she said '88. Now I'm like, "Oh." Um, one or two right, guys. Yeah, I'm. Let's see. It. I, I'm leaning towards Harley Race because obviously it was King Harley Race. But then I'm also thinking that King Harley Race was just a gimmick, and then Haku won the actual King of the Ring tournament. I could be wrong on all accounts, though. Um, and then I keep going back to the first Royal Rumble, which actually Jim Duggan won, and that's throwing me up. Uh, Harley Race. No. Like Don Morocco. Morocco? Morocco? Really? Morocco. Don Morocco. Yeah. Did you yeah. guys know this? That's not who I thought it was. I thought it was Tad or Tito. Damn. But, all right. Yeah, the King, the, the King of the Ring was a, just an event they would do. As a house at, show. As a house show long before it was a pay-per-view. Um, yeah, Morocco won the first one. The funny thing about it, the funniest thing about that King of the Ring tournament is they would have the King of the Ring tournament, but there would also still be a gimmick king. Like when, when Morocco won the King of the Ring tournament in 88, they were still billing Harley Race as King Harley Race. So See, that's what was TV. tripping me up. That was yeah. tripping me up because I knew Harley Which, was So I, yeah, I was, was going to say, I can see where, where you got tripped up there. But All right, Aaron. Box. All right. Who defeated the Ultimate Warrior for the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania Five? Rick Rude. That is correct. Although this is the ravishing Ricky Rude. Rick, the ravishing. Rick Rude. Ravishing. Yeah. Ravishing Rick Rude. I wish you would have kicked what? that guy harder in his head. So what's with the ravishing here? That's, that's his, his gimmick. He was like a, a, a sexy guy. Oh. Like he'd come out and call everybody fat sweat hogs. And laxes and sweat hogs and Basically, tell all the guys what, like, like, wanted to, what all the girls wanted to fuck him. Like he was an I, asshole, and it was great. What I'd like to have now is for all you fat, greasy Jersey sweat hogs. Yeah, inner city. Be quiet. Hugs. Be quiet. Let what well, while they play my music, and I show your women what a real man looks like. That was yeah. like the best promo like, he, cut. He was a badass dick dancer. Was his gimmick basically? Right, he was a chip was awesome. dancer, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right, Nate. Wait, what's the score, Nate? We're tied right now, right? Yes, eleven, eleven. Aaron has ten, so he's okay. he's catching up. Yes, he is. Um, I'm gonna go with the what did I do last time the book. Um, this time I'm gonna go with the box. Okay. What's in the box? What's in the box? What future WWE Hall of Famer was in the corner of Hulk Hogan and Mr. T? For their main event match at the first WrestleMania. Superfly Jimmy Snuka. That is Murderer. He served Allegedly. a dual purpose. He served a dual purpose that night. Not only was he a name to have on the card, but also the other reason they had him booked as the guy that was going to be in the corner of Hulk Hogan and T was if anything would happen with T and he would back out or anything, they would have somebody quickly to take his right. place. And people didn't notice that when they said murderer, Kendall said really, right, Kendall? Right. She asked murderer. 
Murderer? Yeah, yeah. Question yes. mark. Um, <laughs> yes. He killed his girlfriend, and then basically the WWE Vince McMahon and Gorilla Monsoon paid a lot of money to cover it up. And then when he was on his when he was on his deathbed a couple of years ago, it finally came out that he was uh, allegedly a murderer. So, so there's that. <laughs> what a fucker. <laughs> <laughs> well put, Kendall. Well put. That that Jimmy Snooker. What a fucker. <laughs> like he beat he beamed his girlfriend's head off a fucking curb, essentially. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. And he's illiterate. I thought he hit her with a coconut, but oh no, wait, that was one Roddy Piper hit him with a coconut. Yeah. And it turned out he actually was illiterate, which makes Bobby Heenan calling him an illiterate tree monkey even funnier. Right. <laughs> That would be a great question for the box. <laughs> Who did Bobby Enid call the literary tree monkey? <laughs> All right, let's go with the box again. All right. They're, they're what gold up. standard? Oh, they're catching up. Yeah. What gold standard superstar put his Intercontinental Championship up against RVD's money in the bank contract at Backlash 2006? Who is Call My Mama Shelton Benjamin? Yes. I knew who it was as soon as you said gold standard, but I wanted to make sure, so I just didn't blurt out an answer. Shelton Benjamin, control your mama. <laughs> Shelton Benjamin, control your mama. <laughs> it is one of the funniest things ever. Shelton Benjamin's mama has a crush on Vince McMahon. Yep. It's funny. <laughs> Could, like, did, did they have to pick an actress we all knew, though? Like that woman's right. been in like countless movies and, and wasn't she shows. wasn't she wasn't she Thea? Was she Thea? No, she was on, on the Parkers and then she was on another show and then she was in the Medea movies and it's like we know who she is. Yeah. You know what I mean? She just so happens to be Shelton Benjamin's mother as well. You know what I mean? Is she in Norbit? No, she was not in Norbit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she played Norbit. All right. No, no, no. <laughs> that was Eddie Murphy. <laughs> all right, Aaron, all you. I always think it's funny that people think Norbert's the fat black lady, but Norbert is the dude. The fat woman is Eddie Murphy, but her name is Respusha. Yeah, but everybody sees a big black lady in like, hey, Norbert. <laughs> Norbert, right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, book. All righty. Which of the following individuals has not written a book on professional wrestling? Robert Myers, Gene LaBelle, Burt Sugar, or John Boyer? Read me the first name again first, please. First name again first. Read me the first name again, please. <laughs> Robert Myers. I think it's that one. It is John Boyer. Shit. Yeah, that name didn't sound right in that list. That sounds like a adult film star, John Voyer. <laughs> um, little Johnny Voyer. I whenever I hear the name, I don't know why. Whenever I hear the name Burt Sugar, I think of like a guy that looks like a 1920s reporter with like a he, yeah, he's from, got the press hat because he used to wear the hat and stuff. <laughs> yeah, Probably. All right, <laughs> reporting for ABC. Um. Box. Okay. What do the initials for the former WWE superstar MVP stand for? Ooh. Montel Octavius Porter. 
I'm glad you got that because there's no way I'd have been able to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd have played myself if I was going to have to read that one. (laughs) All right, Archie. I am going to go ahead with uh, the box again as well. Let's see. Who among Randy Orton, JBL, Batista, and Rey Mysterio was the sole survivor from the from Team SmackDown from the Survivor Series 2005 match with Team Raw? I believe it was Randy Orton. It was. Yeah, back to back years he went sole survivor. He only has to get like two more right, doesn't he? Me uh, and Nate yes. are tied. Me and Nate are tied. Uh, how many do I have to get right? You still have to get uh, five. Fucking hell. <laughs> what is it? Uh, 13, 13, and 10? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's keep talking about it. Archie, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll shut up. <laughs> You're going to make me cry. My turn? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, box. Okay. What tag team was made up of Mabel and Moe with manager Oscar? Man on a mission. Mom. That's it. Or as or as or as uh, Doc Hendricks called him, men from a mission. Men yes, from a men mission. From a mission. <laughs> and um, for some reason at that one uh, convention that one day I kept feeling like Oscar was mean mugging me <laughs> and they said he was like he was like I think Oscar's mean mugging you <laughs> he also looks like a guy that would be like I got the diabetes in my feet he would say feet not feet my feet's hurt <laughs> I got the diabetes and a corn I got corn on my feet got corn on my feet on my feet <laughs> <laughs> Mm, all right, see. Then his little fat ass came out and hit a hell of a rap. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he still um, got it. <laughs> yeah. Was, sorry. Um, I'm going to put him over again. Well, I'm not going to put him over, but I'll say, say it in Brett's book. Um, they were, the, uh, uh, Brett said for one night, Oscar was the toughest man in wrestling, like the baddest ass in wrestling because they were in Germany. And Brett and Neidhart and, or Brett and some other people were in a bar. And they realized they were basically like in a biker skinhead bar. And Oscar didn't know it. And Oscar walked in. And Brett was like, basically, the music stopped. And Oscar looked around. And instead of walking out, he was like, one beer. Chugged the entire beer. Slammed it down on the bar and said, see you later, fellas. And turned around and walked out. God damn. <laughs> a badass right there. <laughs> Go ahead. We on a mission. Um, book all right where was the historic exhibition staged Madison Square Garden Yankee Stadium Pontiac Silverdome or Texas Stadium (laughs) the historic (laughs) exhibition Yeah, that, I think the main true? event. I think the main event was that bamboozle blood match. <laughs> I have no idea. The question just says, "Where was this historic exhibition staged?" 
Where was this historic exhibit? What's the question before it? <laughs> oh, no, that's okay. all, no, no, nope. It, I need I need about, context. I didn't get context. About, it's a question about WrestleMania three. No, give him another question. Man, yeah, give all me right, another we'll question. Yeah, oh, yes, I'm gonna take a guess and say it was Yankee Stadium. And yeah, no, it was the Silver Dome, but it was <laughs> it's uh yeah that was um. That was why I was like, ah, oh, there's got to be something before it, because that was way vague. <laughs> I didn't realize they kind of connected questions. Good to know. Uh, this gentleman is an outlaw. Is it Jim Duggan, Jimmy Garvin, Ron Bass, or Shane Douglas? Ron Bass. Yes. The outlaw hacksaw Jim Duggan wouldn't it wouldn't have, oh, no. it wouldn't have made any sense. <laughs> outlaw Shane Douglas, yeah, the outlaw Shane Douglas. I'm the outlaw of this company. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, give me the. Uh, it's give me the box. Turn, yes, give me the box. All right. You could have my turn if you want. We can no. Switch. No. I don't need uh, your charity. He said I didn't box, need you get right? my answer. <laughs> I didn't say you could have my answers. I just said we could switch spots. I, that's all I said. I would take my answers with me. Yes, the box, please. All right. What future WWE Hall of Famer won? Wait. Is this the same question? Actually, I might... know. If you think it is, it probably is. It probably is. I think I picked up the card again. All right. Let's. What stumped me was the inaugural word. I was like, wait, time out. <laughs> Okay. All right. Who won the 2010 revival of Tough Enough hosted by Stone Cold Steve Austin? Oh, okay. Let's see. Um, oh, the, the one that Stone Cold revived. Okay. Then that makes it a little easier because I thought you meant the one that just happened recently when Mandy Rose was on it and those guys. Uh, let's see here. When Stone Cold revived it, uh, let's see. Ooh, 2010. Is, yeah, I'm really. The first winners were Maven and Matt Capitelli, and then it was Nydia and Jackie Gata. And then they went blank for a little while. And then Stone Cold re revitalized it. Wait, no, I think I'm wrong with the Maven and Matt Capitelli. I believe that it was John Hennigan and Matt Capitelli. Mm, no. No. Okay. <laughs> Andy Levine. Ah, here's why. Here's why. Here's why I knew that, Archie. Mm -hmm. Only because, only because, I always remember. I just, I don't know why, but I always remember Steve Austin saying, "Big Andy." That's yep. Big Andy. Yeah, the big werewolf-looking guy that never yeah. wanted. They brought him on. Never went. Never went anywhere. Him. The only thing I remember from that is when he was asking all of them what their favorite match was, and that Cameron chick said her favorite match of all time was like Alicia Molina, Fox yeah. versus Molina, and he was yeah. like, what? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you gotta go. And it was a match that happened like four weeks earlier. It was like, what? Yeah, and Matt Cross should have won the whole fucking thing, and they, they jobbed him out. I agree. He was the only actual fucking worker since all he's right. fucking four, Nate's, five, Nate's, four. Nate's leading. I believe he needs one to win. 
Yes, and Aaron, you are next. And to be fair, I will go with the book the rest of the game. No, 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 you're good. Whatever you want to go with. A little bit of a curve. Box. No, you're good. You're good. Box it is. You're always fair, Nate. What 1989 movie starred Hulk Hogan as a professional wrestler named Rip? No holds barred. Yep. I want to know the other names they called it, though, if there are any. No, it wasn't a multiple question. Oh, okay. Dookie. Dookie. <laughs> like it was like Whitey White. <laughs> Hulk Hogan <laughs> saves the world. No honkies barred. No honkies barred. <laughs> no blackity blacks allowed. <laughs> <laughs> and we're canceled. Okay. That would have that, that explained why Zeus was so mad. If the was no black, like, yeah, it wow. turns out turns out he was the hero. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um give me the book. Okay. There is only one blank the black ninja. Kendo Morty, Mickey Morty, Kendo Moto, or Kendo Nagasaki. Kendo Nagasaki. That's it. I didn't even right. understand the question. I didn't <laughs> even understand the question. Oh that, like, he was Kendo Nagasaki, the Black Ninja. Okay. But there's actually two Kendo Nagasakis, so they don't yes. know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> there's Good one Kendo name. Nagasaki that was the Black Ninja, and then there's another Kendo Nagasaki that looks absolutely terrible. <laughs> like the second Kendo so the Nagasaki. Okay. Yeah, the fucking ugly ninja. Like. Like he 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 wrestled in uh, I don't know different territories, but when you see him, you're like, that's not Ken and Nagasaki. That guy looks like shit. <laughs> but anyway, so the good, the fugly ninja. Game, okay, got it. The fugly ninja, yes. <laughs> good game, Nate. I bow to your greatness once again. Well, no, I'm saying like, no, there, there's I meant there's Japanese Kendo Nagasaki, and then there's England Kendo Nagasaki. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's two of them. Why are there two? <laughs> Don't know, but one was from England. Because wrestling's weird. That's all we could really think of a great name. Yes, yes. All right. Well, I have won the title. I am the new trivia champion. Two-time champion. And uh I'll be happy to defend it anytime somebody wants to lay down all their right, I want to rematch next week. No. <laughs> <laughs> anytime somebody wants to lay down their food stamps in a bank ladder match win. I'll take oh, that I'm in challenge. for that. I'm in for that. I'll put it up. <laughs> Kendall, of course, thank you Don't for being the host. Food stamps in a bank. Maybe like. Sorry, <laughs> right, food stamps in a bag. Food stamps in a, in a mailbox. Except food stamps is now on a, a card. You a card, right. It's a credit card. <laughs> That's no fun. Fine, fine. Sell it for fifty cents on the dollar. There you go. And get your get your cash and put it in a bag. Well, Kendall, thank you for being the hostess. Anytime. Yes, thank you, Kendall. And uh, we're gonna sign off here, Archie. Aaron, it was fun so, once again. So disappointed in myself. It's all right. You'll be back. You'll be back, champ. I'm, I'm You'll be disappointed back. in you too. No, I think I'm gonna take like a year off and go to Canada and. Release harsh tweets about you. <laughs> Pull a bread hard. I got screwed. I got screwed. 
<laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us, and we will see you next time around here on the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Have a fantastic week.